Donald Trump will win every remaining Republican slash MAGA primary. It's Tuesday, the 27th of February. There are 252 days left until the United States of America decides who will be the American Commander-in-Chief and President of the United States. Let's take a look at the week ahead in American politics. The Michigan primary is tonight, Super Tuesday, one week away. And Nikki Haley is hanging in there at the 40% line against Donald Trump, who is underperforming his polling in each of the first four primary states. Is this a trend, an anomaly? What is the deficiency in the measurement? Again, what has gone wrong with the polling? The simple fact of the matter is that the current contest between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley is decided. Donald Trump will win every remaining Republican slash MAGA primary, scoring roughly 60% of the vote, sometimes higher. But what Nikki Haley is demonstrating and representing is that it's not enough if she decides to fracture the party for Donald Trump to be elected president in November. And here is where Nikki Haley holds the Trump card. Donald Trump is not a normal presidential candidate by any stretch of the imagination. Whatever differences have ever existed between the men and women who have contested the presidency, none is so stark or as great as the one that manifests itself within the heart and soul of Donald John Trump. He is the first American president to overtly dishonor the sacrifices of generations of American citizen soldiers who defended the Republic in its existential hours of crisis. He is the first president to ever threaten vengeance and retribution upon his fellow citizens for the exercise of their God-given freedoms. He is the first president to ponder whether the United States military could be used to murder protesting civilians. He is clearly a sick and deranged man, yet has captured the adulation, the fervor, and kindled the fanaticism of a belligerent minority of Americans that though it represents multitudes, is but a tiny fraction of the whole of the United States. The issue at hand is whether there is a plurality of the indifferent and the fanatical strong enough to take from all of us those birthrights, to throw into chaos the entire country because they reject its cornerstones, the premise that all men are created equal and endowed by a creator with inalienable rights, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit 
of happiness. There is a deep meaning when Nazis and white supremacists are able to walk freely and openly using the N-word freely and Jew as an epithet at CPAC, a political convention of the loony that has turned into a gathering of the deranged and sinister, headed by an accused sexual assaulter who wants to take away the rights of women and even gays like himself to live their lives. What is it that we see coming down the tracks, barreling towards us? Does it have a name? Is there something that we can look back on to understand its genesis, its root? And the answer to all of those questions is there is, because it has a name. It's an old one, not new. This is fascism. That's what Trump is, a fascist. And fascism is the deadliest virus in human history. It has killed multitudes more than bubonic plague. It is a sickness of the human heart and soul. It is an evil manifestation of the corruption of absolute power in the hands of man. It demonstrates the exceptional capacities of human beings to inflict inhumanity upon one another that beggars the imagination. Why does Donald Trump exalt and celebrate the world's cruelest dictators and admire their tactics, admire their power, and seek to emulate it at home. Why has an entire political party formed in 1854 to preserve freedom turned against it? Why has that political party embraced a man over the Constitution? The answer to all of these questions is that power corrupts. Cynicism is a fuel. And it can only be defeated with an idealism and a love for country and an understanding that what makes America unique is its vast potential. The opportunity to achieve justice in the society based on a high idea and ideal about the worth of humanity, the power of the individual, the divinity of each person, equal under a rule of law, to believe as they wish, to speak as they choose, to believe in whatever it is that they find grounded together in a pluralistic society where none is above another and none below. What's at stake is a great inheritance 
forged in great struggle and sacrifice. A brutal history and a tender one. A hypocritical history and a glorious one. But at each turn, potential, opportunity to build, to build bridges, to make things bigger, better, and more just. That ultimately has been the story of the country, the story of America, the only country in the world made up of all of the peoples of the world, where every language of the world is spoken commonly every day. An extraordinary country that has fed more people, liberated more people, cured more people, and inspired more people than all of the other nations of the world put together since the beginning of time. It is an idea sprung to life. The Marquis de Lafayette declared at the moment the British raised the white flag at Yorktown that humanity has its victory for liberty has its country. He believed in time that nation, the United States, risen in the new world would save the old. And he was correct. And 40% of the Republican Party still understands that. It's why they oppose Donald Trump. It's why they oppose Vladimir Putin. And it's why they're voting for Nikki Haley an imperfect candidate who, though she continues to pledge her undying support to the inevitable, which is Trump's ultimate victory, perhaps she can be persuaded to stand with her voters in perpetual opposition to a man who assails and assaults the cornerstones of American society by demanding that he is above the law, that he is above the Constitution, that he is above the American citizen, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, should instead be government by Trump, for Trump, about Trump, forever Trump. And the answer must be no, forever no. Nikki Haley will not be the Republican nominee, but Nikki Haley is the person the vessel that has emerged for every single decent Republican who chooses to participate in the primary to say no to Donald Trump through, no to the malice, to the cruelty, to the indecency, to the apostasy, the notion that we lock up political prisoners in this country, that we form concentration camps to hold migrants and build a police state to capture them. No, that is the efficacy of the vote for Nikki Haley. It is a chance to assert no, to say no to this madness and to this insanity. A great American coalition must form through these remaining 252 days that accommodates vast disagreements over many things. 
but can be forged together, welded together like iron under the banner of no, no to the madness that Donald Trump has wrought in this country for almost 10 years now. No more. Let that be the battle cry going forward. We don't have a perfect alternative. And there is a great weakness in the Democratic Party that has allowed this monstrosity to fester, to grow, to hang around, and to threaten the existence of the Republic. And yet none of that matters now. For what matters is stopping it. And it must be stopped. 252 days from now, we'll know an answer. And if it's the wrong one, its ignominy will linger so long as people have the books that they can read about it in. If you like what you just heard, hit the subscribe button and join the warning YouTube community.